Welcome back. I'm Brian, and this is my Bible study podcast, From Hevel to Eternity. In Hebrew, the word hevel means vapor or mist, something that seems attainable but can never satisfy, like smoke slipping through your fingers. This podcast aims to shift our focus from worldly things toward Jesus, our Savior. During the Christmas season, when there are so many other distractions, I know that sometimes I need to reset my focus on that. Tomorrow, a lot of people will be celebrating Christmas. This year in particular, things might look different for many people, but we should be sure to keep Jesus front and center through all of these crazy circumstances. This week, I wanted to focus two episodes on the names of Jesus. The first episode focused on the seven I am statements that Jesus gives about himself in the book of John. Today's episode will focus on a larger collection of 200 plus titles given to Jesus throughout the Old and the New Testaments. Instead of going through every one individually, however, I'm going to go ahead and group them into categories of names and then walk through each of those types of categories. Today I'm also releasing a Names of Jesus video on the From Hevel to Eternity YouTube channel. It's nothing fancy, but it provides some word art as I list off 200 plus quickfire names that we find in the Bible referencing Jesus. The idea is to watch the Names of Jesus YouTube video to get a rapid fire full portrait of all of the titles I found in the Bible for Jesus the Messiah. In the video, I break the word art into sections based on dividing the names of Jesus into categories. This podcast episode will dive into what some of those categories are, some verses surrounding the names, and then what each of the categories as a whole say about who Jesus is. It should be a pretty short episode, my Christmas present to you. I want to place a disclaimer before I throw any categories out there, though. All of these categories are just unofficially how I organized the names I collected. All of these names refer to Jesus, so all of them could fall under all of the categories. Additionally, all of the names and the categories of Jesus are true simultaneously, meaning that Jesus isn't sometimes the Messiah, sometimes from a lineage of man, and some other times our own personal Savior. He is always all three. If that doesn't make sense to you now, hopefully it will as we work through the categories. The goal of this is not merely academic, however. The goal is to provide a more vivid picture of Jesus. I have always found that when I really dive into the titles and characteristics attributed to Jesus, it helps me deepen my relationship with him. So I pray that these titles and categories lead us toward a more intimate relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Jesus is a man who was born of woman and who had a human genealogy. He is the seed of woman from Genesis 3.15. He is introduced in Matthew 1.1 as being a son of Abraham and a son of David. Mark 6.3 calls him the son of Mary. All of these references are references to his human lineage. But that genealogy meant something more than just a family tree. He is the son of Abraham, the one who brings the promised blessing to all the nations of the world. His lineage was the Messiah's lineage. He was the shoot from the stump of Jesse, the root and descendant of David, the branch, all of which are Messianic references to Jesus as the branch of the Lord. And as 1 Timothy 2 says, he is the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all. Mm 
more than just a man with a human lineage, however. Jesus is also the Son of God, God himself, eternal and divine. He is the Son of the living God, the Father's beloved Son, who is at the Father's side, the Son of the Most High. One of the areas that non-Christians like to throw at Christians is this idea that the Bible doesn't actually say that Jesus is God. Well, I for one hope that last episode's coverage of the I Am statements of Jesus clarifies that for you. But if it doesn't, here are a few verses that are a little more direct about how Jesus and the Messiah, which the Bible are clear is the same person, truly are God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1.1 For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, the government will be on his shoulders, his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9.6 Looking for the blessed hope and appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus 2.13 We know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we know Him who is true, and we are in Him who is true, in His Son, Christ Jesus. This is the true God and eternal life. 1 John 5.20 Without controversy, the mystery of godliness is great. God was revealed in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, and received up to glory. 1 Timothy 3.16 Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is, being interpreted, God with us. Matthew 1.23 Some additional verses that indirectly reference Jesus with titles that are reserved for God alone are the book of Revelation, which calls Jesus the beginning and the ending, the Alpha and the Omega. Revelation 22.13 says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Revelation 1.17 and 18 say, When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. He laid his right hand on me, saying, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last, and the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. I have the keys of death and of Hades. And Galatians 1.18 He is the head of the body, the assembly, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. Jesus is Lord, Savior, and Messiah. He is the Lamb, the Prince, a Savior, and He is anointed. He is the just one who will come again as the righteous judge of the whole earth. He is holy and He is crowned with many crowns. He is the King of righteousness, the King of nations, the King of kings, King over all the earth, the King forever. He is the Lord of peace, the Lord of the Sabbath, the Lord of lords. All of these titles beg the question, Have you accepted that he is your Lord, King, and Savior? Has that become tangible to you? There are some verses that are meant to make Jesus more tangible to us, and they include that Jesus is the image of God, such as that Jesus, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Colossians 1.15 Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God, 1 Corinthians 1.24 
His Son is the radiance of His glory, the very image of His substance, and upholding all things by the word of His power, when He had by Himself made purification for our sins, sat down on the right hand of the Majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as He has inherited a more excellent name than they have. Hebrews 1, 3 and 4. There are this word of God images, such as he is clothed in the garment sprinkled with blood. His name is called the word of God. Revelation 19, 13. That which was from the beginning, that which we have heard, that which we have seen with our eyes, that which we saw and our hands touched concerning the word of life. 1 John 1, 1. The word became flesh and lived among us. We saw his glory, such glory as the one and only Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1, 14. And then we get these light of the world images, such as, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. John 1, 4. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify these things to you for the assemblies. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star. Revelation twenty two sixteen. The true light that enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own, and those who were his own didn't receive him, but as many as received him. To them he gave the right to become God's children, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. John 1 verses 9 through 13. Jesus has many roles, the fulfiller of the promises of God, the righteous servant, the great high priest, the good shepherd, the door, the true vine, the bread of life, the horn of salvation, the ransom for many, the truth, the redeemer, the chosen, the amen. But what we might want to meditate on most this Christmas is that Jesus is a gift. Now thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. 2 Corinthians 9.15 Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. John 4.10 We say things like, Jesus gave us a gift, that we've received the gift of salvation, or that through faith in Jesus we get the gift of eternal life in heaven. But those are merely outputs from the true gift. We worship Jesus because Jesus is the gift. Sometimes in our evangelism and our discipleship, we miss the mark when we try to be real estate agents selling property in heaven. Instead, we need to share the life and love of Jesus with the world. That's the gift. I mean, the party is going to be the party because of who is hosting it, right? Heaven without Jesus wouldn't be a very exciting place to go. The greatest thing about being saved from life to death isn't getting heaven. It's that we get Jesus. Jesus is also characterized by many adjectives that define what he endured and who he is. In the video, I really tried to convey the two contrasts of this, with the he was statements on one side and the he is statements on the other. I mean, listen to this list of characteristics he was and tell me they aren't scandalous and outright shocking. 
He was obedient, meek, lowly, tempted, oppressed, despised, rejected, betrayed, condemned, reviled, scourged, mocked, wounded, bruised, stricken, smitten, forsaken, crucified. Now listen to the counter list of things that Jesus is, in spite of what he took on during his earthly ministry. He is holy, innocent, undefiled, separate, justified, merciful, faithful, wonderful, glorious, mighty, perfect, glorified, exalted, risen. Philippians 2 might be my favorite chapter in the Bible because it reminds me so much of what Jesus willingly submitted himself to to accomplish his finished work. Have this in your mind, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, didn't consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being made in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, yes, the death of the cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him, and gave to him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Philippians 2, 5-11 I mean, all these names and titles are wonderful and all. They sound great. They resonate Jesus as God, as King and Ruler, as Savior, and as Perfect. But I don't want these things to make Jesus sound disconnected from us. Because the truth of the Bible is that through his works, we get to form a relationship with the cosmic, eternal Lord of Lords. The Bible is full of relational statements about who Jesus is to each of us. I tried to close out the video with a Jesus is my list. Because whenever I find myself feeling disconnected in my faith, centering on the personal titles of Jesus I find in the Bible, it snaps me back to having a passionate relationship with him. Jesus is my maker and my brother, and through faith I become co-heirs with him. In my moments of prayer, remembering Jesus as my keeper, wisdom, teacher, helper, healer, and shepherd can bring me peace. When I am struggling to endure some hardship and just don't remember why I should persevere well, I can rest that Jesus is my refiner and my purifier, making me more like him through my suffering. But then I can regain excitement that he is also my restorer, my savior, my hope, my peace, and my beloved. You see, for those of us who follow Jesus, we should remember the last portion of Galatians 3.11. Christ is all and in all. So why do these names and titles matter? The Bible is one unified story of God's plan to save humanity through the blood of the Messiah. The pages of this very large book, they're covered in descriptions and references to who that Messiah is. Collectively, all of these names paint a portrait of Jesus as the one unique Messiah. He is the only one who carries all of these names and titles. He is the only one who can fulfill all of the promises of God. He is the only one who is the Christ, 
who can save and redeem us. Thanks for listening. Unless otherwise noted, all Bible verses were from the World English Bible Translation. It's Christmas Eve, so I tried to keep the episode super short. Merry Christmas, and I love y'all.